That coronavirus, huh? Oh, man. It's a real asshole. Apparently, there's no toilet paper. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, my ass is dirty. (laughs) (laughs) All the selfish people. Dude, there's no toilet paper. Let's say, okay, there's no toilet paper. Yeah. And you got a shit. Yeah. How would you do it? I can tell you exactly what I would do. Wow, you've thought about this. Me and Devin talked about it. Yeah, okay, you're ahead of me. I just feel like... We talk about shitting a lot on this. Yeah, sorry guys. Actually, I'm not. We're like 12 year old boys. You know what I would do? I would, I don't know if I could do it. I mean, I could probably do it over the toilet. You would need one of those squatty potties. Yes. One of those squatty potties, or you could put um, some books or something next to the toilet so you could like squat on the Uh toilet. Yeah. Just squat, get your butt cheeks all the way pulled apart. If you, (laughs) if that happens naturally from squatting, Uh good on you. If not, just reach back and give it, give it give a it hand. A pull. Give, give it, it a, a tug, pull. and then put some force behind it. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And um, for those of you that like, probably myself included, you're like not. You're either you know it didn't work and it wasn't a clean yeah break. Jump in the shower, or you know what? Just wet a washcloth. Yeah. There's this thing called the laundry. Yeah. You know, you just wash it. Yeah. And hot. Yeah, back when like yeah. diapers were back a in thing, the, right? Yeah. Oh, dude. What'd you do? Cloth oh, diapers. Cloth, oh, I had cloth diapers. You know why? Because my grandma was a, you know, environmentalist before her time. And even though we had disposables for both of my babies that I, you know, gave birth to, she bought me a month's worth of cloth diapers with a service, which was so sweet of her, but so miserable. <laughs> 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 and it and it was it was a good thing but you know in the, in this age of you know disposable so much easier you know i had these cloth diapers and what happens is when they poop you know you have to swish it in the toilet and then you oh, have is that to how you do it i didn't even know how you yeah do you you take so there's a so that you have the diaper on the outside that's like that they fold and you know yeah pin and then or velcro now yeah. um but then you lay another piece on the inside, and then when they poop on it, you you go like this, like dunk, dunk it in the toilet till the poop comes off, mm-hmm. and then you put it in a bag, and then it sits there. And our dog one time got into, I had put the bag out because they were going to pick it up, you know, because they, they, you know, switch it out for you and give, bring you clean ones. And I went outside, and this freaking dog had gone through all the dirty diapers and ate all the shit, <laughs> the poopy, poopy. Yeah, it's super fun. So yeah, you can do that. <laughs> so if the corona, if this thing is like s- still going, you know, let's say yeah. years, and like <laughs> we get to where you might need a diaper or me, <laughs> you think it's still you going to use, on? <laughs> I'll use all cloth diapers. Yeah, but we're yeah. gonna need like a forever supply because I'm not gonna dunk them. I'm just gonna <laughs> just gonna keep tossing them, <laughs> or I'll just I'll just, <laughs> just keep washing. I'll just like. Wait till it dries and flick it off. (laughs) Strategically just, you know, leave it out so some crows could eat it. Yeah, perfect. That's gross. I like that idea. Uh, Anyway, hey guys. Welcome to Between the Rows with Brooke and Gina. Uh, We are talking about the coronavirus again. Yeah. Because that's what's the most relevant. (sighs) And until it gets worse... Well, you know, we'll, we'll talk about stuff, but we'll definitely kind of update and see what's happening with this. And then, well, it, and this is going to come out a whole week later because we have an, another, a different episode coming out tomorrow. Yeah. Or to, yeah. And so 
this is going to be another whole week, so it's going to look completely different. Yeah, by, by the, the time, time this you li- one comes out, by the time you listen to this, there there might be, be irrelevant. So many things we could be healed, <laughs> right. be gone. Right. Yeah. But the last episode we talked to you about was kind of like we weren't planning to only talk like to talk a lot about the coronavirus, but. Yeah. In the middle of the beginning of the episode, my brother-in-law called because I had been trying to get my family out of Spain. They were in Barcelona. Yeah, and they just put the travel ban and on. And every time I thought I had it solved, the airlines would cancel the flights or yeah. cancel the tickets. So it was a, it was a full thing. But um, they got home safe. Yeah. So a little recap. Um, Are they quarantining themselves? I'm sure. I mean, most I'm, people are doing social distancing. Yeah, I'm sure. But I'm sure they're quarantined yeah. a lot of and a lot of companies too. When people like, because for instance, I'm from St. George, Utah. It's very close to Vegas. I had, cannot remember where I heard this, but down in Vegas, I guess there was like this big, huge. It's kind of like a construction like event convention, uh-huh. and some companies they sent certain people. And then the deal was when they came home, they had to work from home for like 15 days. Right. Yeah. We had, we had somebody at our family's business that his wife was in Italy. So she was on quarantine and now he is also on quarantine Yeah, because obviously if he's going home and then work, that's not smart. Eric, will you push this table forward? Sorry. I feel like I'm going to pull my headphones out. You will. I will. (laughs) I'm in quarantine. That's why I'm in my pajamas. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they're cute pajamas, though. Um, um, but they did. They got home. Um, during the, let's see, during the episode, we filmed that earlier in the day. Uh-huh. I didn't for sure have them tickets and have them checked in for a flight until like 5 p.m. Oh, wow. It was a. It was like two days to try and a couple things. Um, get an, a website or an airline or whatever that would even go through. Right take my payment right and the websites were crashing sometimes right? like I was trying to find flights and the websites like Wednesday night last week the websites were crashing or like something would freeze up I'd have to start over and like within a minute the prices were skyrocketing yeah I know I'm sure this has happened to so I'm sure this is like a common issue with so many people you want to do you want to mention how much it ended up being oh <laughs> you guys I don't know. No, I think you should. Really? I mean, it's insane. For th- okay, d- I, I mean, mean I'll tell. I'll tell you. For three people, listen. Okay, my brother, my sister, and my nephew are stuck over there. They had flights to come home on Monday. My sister gets a frantic phone call at three a.m. their Thursday morning, so it was Wednesday evening for me. And they have two hundred and fifty kids not including the parents that came with right. them over in Barcelona for the soccer camp. Yeah. And this whole thing happens and they need to try and get out. All right. of them have flights Monday. So we're, we start frantically looking. We also, um, the next morning, you know, we're, we're reading a lot of things. Devin's helping me read a lot of things. We were basically, it wasn't just me. It was me and Devin. We were looking for flights on both of our computers and our phones and both trying to like, just get a flight booked. Right. Well, and the thing is, is that, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but I mean, technically they were saying that people could, if yes. you're a U.S. citizen, make it in. But I mean, having something like that happen, people have to realize when you're in another country that is 
extremely frightening. And when it's ever changing every single day, you don't know if it's going to all of a sudden change the next day. So So it makes sense that people were trying to get home quickly. We had read, there was lots of information saying like basically trying to correct what was said by Trump, not correct, but expand upon. Right. Well, and correct. Yeah. The the flights they had, like the U.S. citizens would be able to come home. And it said if they had been like checked out. And the way it sounded when we read it was, oh, we were trying to figure out, does that mean if they got checked out like before their flight or will they check them out when they get here? Right. So it was a little bit hard to figure out and we had no time to do it. Right. This was, you kind of just had to make a decision. Well, because they were putting the ban on Friday and you guys found out Wednesday. We found out Wednesday. They would have to have had it booked and out by Friday. Yes. Yeah. So trying to get it figured out, um, flights were... So expensive. I booked a flight. Well, one, also two, like now I have to keep an eye on my, my, uh, bank statements for my credit card because there were so many times I was trying to book a flight and it would go through and then they would decline it. So I have like tons of pending charges right? that hopefully are like they did get declined. I had talked to my bank too and they're like, yeah, it should be fine. But there are two charges that are still pending that one of them should be declined but the airline still has not it takes done a while it. to clear off your statement um, yeah so i booked them a flight i got them a flight booked it was crazy that i even found a, i got three tickets on this flight it was for like three grand it was like a, a home run right <laughs> to yeah. get them home yeah um find out the next morning later in the day that the flight had been canceled right so then at that point it is it was friday for us yeah and thursday night for them they needed to be out friday because we had, I, we had talked about the fact that they should be able to come home on their Monday flight. Right. Right. And uh, Wednesday night and Thursday when we were looking for flights, we're like, well, it's really difficult to land a flight for you home like Thursday. Because they all basically Thursday morning at 3 a.m., my sister got a phone call from an, a, a family that was there that was from Utah as well. They all just, everyone packed up and went to the airport. And they yeah. were just trying to like figure something out. And they couldn't even, like, at a certain time, I'm trying to get through an airline because we can't get the ticket to go through. Or it says that it went through, but it's pending. So I'm like, go stand in line at that airline. I'm on the phone just waiting for them to call me back. And they said the lines were so long. Yeah. It was just wasting time. So the best right. thing they could do is have me try and figure something out. Right. Um. Basically... They got, a, they got an email because we had talked about how they should be able to get home on Monday. They got an email from the camp, from the soccer camp, saying, we highly recommend you really try and get out within the 48 hours. Right. And here's what's difficult. It's like we can, you can trust that they will be able to get home on Monday, but it's really easy like to look at how fast things escalate every day for them when their flights come Monday, for them to just get their flights canceled and it just be like, no, we can't, we can't have any flights. Right. Out. Like, there's no right. way of knowing. Right. So... I was willing to do anything to get my family home. And I booked a flight. It was a, uh, let's just say I paid. <laughs> just say it. Okay, okay, I'll say it. No, I'll say it. Okay. I, just, I don't want anyone to get weird about it. Well, no, it's not like you have so much money. No, this That's is not okay. what you're saying. This is not, this, this is, is not a credit be- card. This is, this is not because when I say this amount, it's going to, a lot of people, some people will probably be like, oh, it's not a big deal. Other people will be like, oh my God. Well, that was, that was how I felt, but, <laughs> but it's your family to me. I would have paid anything 
to get them home and make sure they were safe. And I would have paid anything to almost just like for me to feel comfortable and for them to feel comfortable knowing they were getting on a flight and it wasn't going to take them 50 hours to get home. Right. The flight, uh, for three people, for three people total. cost me $10,000. It's ridiculous. And, and I feel like my, shame my br- on the airlines. They, they were, <laughs> they were upping the prices within minutes. I yeah. mean, uh, Creed, my brother, he said, um, brother-in-law, he said there are a lot of families that were just having to stay and hope they could get out on Monday because they could no longer, they could not afford right. to change their flight or buy new flights. Right. And which is terrifying, which with it, what another problem, what was happening is you couldn't book a new flight past Friday or something like that. Right. Like there, it had to be a flight that was already had to be a flight scheduled. That was already scheduled. So some people, you know, some people go to Europe on a one way. Yeah. You know, they don't have a round trip, mm-hmm. you know, they're going to try, you know, Cruise and around. my brother, they, when we were trying to book a flight, he calls me because we, you know, he said that that flight was canceled. The original one I booked, which that's the thing I'm still waiting on the pending. Hopefully that gets taken off my card, um, which is three, three grand for the three, three tickets. And I told him, I'm like, Creed, I'm just going to book this flight. And I could just hear it. First of all, my family, uh, all of them, <laughs> including myself, are pretty prideful. Mm-hmm. And no one really loves to like need a lot to need help. Right. And I'm just, I just felt really, I love to help people. And it's like, I just felt like I really, really good about the fact that like I could finally help my older sibling. Right. My sister and, and her family. Right. And I would have done anything, paid anything to get them home because which is exactly why if I had gotten stuck in Mexico, you'd be the first person I called. I would have, dude, I would have got you home so fast. Here, and here's how I look at it. So my ne- my brother-in-law was like, he, he couldn't believe because he looked at the flight. Because the, okay, this is what's crazy. The flight that I booked them, Gina, yeah. the original one, the one that got canceled, like the ticket got canceled. Yeah. It was the same flight that I got them on. So that's how oh, much wow. the price increased. Okay. So I paid for that ticket and it's almost like they canceled it because they knew they were going to up the price. <laughs> right, right. Seriously. <laughs> so the, she really wants it. We're just going to The flight keep... that I booked is the flight that they took home. Wow. And that's what the price difference was within like matter of hours. That is crazy. And while I was on and what's there. what's crazy, I don't know if you mentioned this, but you had actually called your bank, said, make sure it yes. goes through. They said it did go through. Uh-huh. And then the airline was saying, oh, no, it didn't go through. So they actually had to have canceled it, yes. no, having it come through. Uh-huh. So, yeah. It's, yeah. Come on. I was like, and you couldn't get through to anyone. So I was trying to call my banks to be like, hey, the, this when the first one happened, I called and said, hey. I am trying to get my family home from Spain. I just purchased a ticket. Please do not like flag it for being fraud. I really need it to go through. And they said on our end, it's it's gone, it's going through. We're just waiting for them to them accept to it, accept it yeah. or whatever. So then, what I did when I booked it again for way more money, um, I called the bank before and I was like, "Hey, here's what I'm doing. I'm about to book this flight for my family." And please, yeah, <laughs> don't flag it. I need it to go through. And this is like at like 4.30 or 4.45 in the afternoon. I tell them, they say, okay, I book it. And it was for Amer- uh, American Express. And a notification comes up. I get a text for a, a code. I verify it. 
on the on the website and all looks pretty good um i go back i click i log back in to like check the flight on the website and it says they're confirmed and i was like oh my god i did Me it Devin were like i did it oh we're almost there i click to be able to check them in i have all of their passport information i check them in my brother-in-law calls he goes he got an email he got his tickets i was like oh my gosh i know and thank goodness Devin was here oh yeah because <clears throat> if you were having to get off the phone call her go you know it, it would have been a even worse. It so, was a nightmare. But yeah. my, um, I, here's how I justified my purchase too. Yeah. My brother was like, you know, f- so grateful and also feeling guilty. Guilty. Not yeah. guilty, but like bad because yeah. of what the cost was. Right. And I said, I said, Creed, this is a business expense. You're my accountant. <laughs> exactly. He he's my, he's my accountant. And my parents, yeah. like my, we were trying to book it too. And they, uh, when the, they said there was a card error. My mom's like, do you need my credit card? And I was like, I don't, I didn't feel like I had any time to like look for anything new. Right. Like while I was trying to call my bank and rebook this with a different, different card, Devin was finding other flights. She's like reading other flights to me, reading other flights to me. And I was like, and I, at this point I said, I do not want to go through Kayak, Expedia, any of these websites right. that give you a price because that's what happened last time. Right. When I booked the flight, this exact same flight from another website, then all of a sudden it's like in this pending, they're checking it process. Whereas we don't have time. They're literally, it's like 10 PM and this flight we're getting them on is at 10 o'clock in the morning. Right. It's like, <laughs> I don't have time to find something new and then do this waiting process to see if it goes through. Right. Like I have to, I have to pull book the something right now. And at this point I will pay whatever it takes to get them home and it's just money and I'll make it back. And that's what I, and that's how I, that's how I still feel about it. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of money. But I'm not hurting. And in that situation, they were hurting. And they have three kids at home with my mom. And they have to work and pay their bills and take care of a family of four and pay their bills at their house. And if they got, if something bad would have happened, they got stuck there. Yeah. It would have been awful. Right. It would have been terrible. Well, you're a good Best money I've ever spent. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, y'all. Don't regret it. No regrets. No regrets. For real, no regrets. And if you got stuck in Mexico, I would have have done anything to get you home. I know. I love you. Well, so then. Or I would have gotten a a fly and come with you. (laughs) We're getting this. We're getting it together with a suntan (laughs) in Tulum, Mexico. Right. At least we'll have a tan. Yeah. um, Yeah. So what happened? Because last week we talked about. Yeah. So. Where you're going. And now you're going to So again, this is going to come out after. But so right now it's Monday, the. What's today? Oh, shit. Monday the 16th. 16th. We were supposed to leave on the 18th and then be gone till the following Monday, the 23rd. Um, Which is also why we were trying to get a lot of our our websites, getting a lot of our our podcasts podcasts done. done, Because I was supposed to be leaving to San Diego and you were going to Mexico. Right. So, um, you know, as as all this was happening, you know, I mean, everyone's, it's so hard to know what's really happening, right? I mean, you see all this stuff in the news and all of that. And so we just kept saying, okay, you know what? We're just going to keep checking the CDC and the, you know, travel.state.gov. And it kept saying that the travel was at a level two, which is, um, you, you can still go. They're not recommending that you don't, that you change your travel plans unless you are over 65 or high risk. So, you know, my son and his uh, fiance have been planning this for a year and a half. I mean, they've been together for eight years, finally get engaged, you know, been planning this beautiful wedding. You know, it's like a $50,000 wedding. Um, 
And it came down to, you know, we still were saying, well, we'll wait and see, we'll wait and see. Um, and again, as everything's like escalating, uh, you know, um, the people that are you know becoming infected in California and, and all this kind of stuff. And, um, you know, we thought, and you know, you're also debating like, well, do I want to go from a highly infected area and then take it somewhere? You know, yeah. like, you know, cause all these people are like, oh, you know, cheaper flights, we'll travel here. We'll travel there. Well, you know, if you're traveling from a highly infected area, are you being socially responsible by doing that? So, you know, we were, we were already wrestling with that. And if this had just been a vacation, we would have just canceled right away, you know? Um, but since it was the wedding, we didn't know, you know, are, are we going to get our money back or, you know, their money back? Um, and so the, the main thing was the flowers, mm-hmm. the flowers were like, flowers are fucking expensive. dude, it was like $12,000. Yeah, they're so, they are so expensive and they yeah. last like a couple days. Right. Right. And so we were like, well, you know what? Maybe cause they needed to know the flowers for sure on Saturday. Cause they, for them to order all the flowers to be there in time, that's when they were going to need to do it. And that would have been non-refundable. So we were like, you know what, Morgan, my uh, future daughter-in-law, um, Morgan, what if, what if we just canceled the flowers and we'll just go to a market or something, you know, and we'll, we'll just take flowers like, you know, and so we wrestled with that. And then as it got, you know, closer and closer and it was, you know, um, we just decided they decided, and it was a really hard decision. Bless their hearts. They were so upset. Um, they just said, you know, with all the people traveling, you know, and then, you know, like my mom's high risk, she's going, you know, through cancer treatment and, you know, she, her grandparents were still going to try to go. And it was, it just didn't make sense to, to have all these people risk it because the way things were going was there were so many, what ifs, you know, what if we got down there and it escalated down there while we were there and then like something happened, like that happened with your family. And then we're all scrambling to get home and we're in the midst of trying to enjoy a wedding. Like it's mm-hmm. just, you know, and then it's like, oh, we're down there and we're supposed to be, you know, have social distancing. You know, I'm not supposed to dance with my son during the wedding. You're not supposed to hug anybody. You're not supposed to kiss anybody. You know what I mean? It's just, it was, it was not making sense to do. And so we decided to cancel the wedding. Well, not cancel. We're postponing it. But the postponement, because of it, you know, us not knowing how long this is going to take, um, we couldn't just do it for May. Um, you know, you don't want to do it in the summer when it's too hot. And then it's their storm season. So they, we were able to transfer everything over to February of next year, which, you know, it seems like a very long time away and so they are I mean they just made this decision like two days ago so they're really really upset and obviously we're all really upset but it was the it was the right thing to do today's episode is brought to you by Angie Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... 
I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. There was a, a, a bit of relief to that because yeah. we were all willing to go for them, but it was just very stressful. And I'm supposed to be, not to make it about me, but <laughs> <laughs> I am supposed to be moving by the end. Uh, I was going to have a week when I got back to move. <clears throat> and then on the same day that they were trying to figure out if they were going to do the wedding or not, I find out that my tile guy, which is the last thing that needs to be done before I can put like my toilets in so I have bathrooms when I move. Um, he was supposed to finish that up while we were gone. Well, they think he has it and has to be quarantined. So I was like, well, shit, I've already put in my notice for my house. Um, what if I get stuck in Mexico, you know, um, you know, or miss the connecting flight or I, I don't know, there was just so much going on. And so I'm still dealing with that. Of course, I, I was telling you, I text my landlord like is there any way I can extend my rent for one month have not gotten back to me <laughs> it's been like two days so I don't know what's happening with that I mean I still have an outhouse on the property so you know I might just be uh you know using the outhouse <laughs> and I'm living there I'll come over here to shower yeah um so you know and I know there's a lot of people out there that have it so much worse you know I just keep trying to tell myself that but you know, it's all been a little bit overwhelming. I mean, it's over, it's scary and overwhelming for everybody, you know? And then I have a teenager at home who just is really mad that she can't hang out with her friends, (laughs) which just seems so stupid, (laughs) you know? And it's hard with social media right now. You know, these kids, they're all under the impression that, well, one, they're like, well, I can't get it. You know, they don't understand that, you know, they can spread it spread it to people who are high risk. You know, we were talking about this before, um, you know, not taking it seriously enough. I mean, you see these stupid kids that are all out spring break and, you know, partying in Florida and like all this stuff. And, you know, California just in LA, I think they just closed all their, you know, bars and restaurants and all that kind of stuff. And the thing is, is like, they're having to do that because these idiots are all flocking to bars because they don't have school. You know what I mean? And it's, it's just, it's frustrating and it's hard to explain. And I get that they're kids, you know, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a normal behavior to be kind of like the me, 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 me. The only problem or the hope that they, you know, pull their head out of their ass is the fact that like, from what I understand, this isn't obviously we don't know. Right. But if we as people. Right. 
don't do what they're asking of us, it will be mandated. Right. Right. Like that's what will happen. Um, I follow uh, Kristen Bell on uh-huh. Instagram and yeah. she posted this thing that it's like, it's so true. And like how it's, uh, if you're really young, maybe some of these kids and they don't really care. Which is sad. I don't know if they, I think but, they just, but I think they, they think it's a, a no, it's let me a, read it though. Okay. And it's about this. Okay. Yeah. And the reason it would just, different people would feel affected by this more than others. And it just says, um, it's like a little post on her Instagram story. So I'm holding my finger on it. It says, our elders were called to war to save lives. We are being called to sit on the couch to <laughs> save theirs. Right. We can do this. Yeah. It's like, it's very true. Yes. You know, like. I, my parents, my parents are in their sixties. My mom is 60, 60, turning 61. She just turned 60. I think. Yeah. 60. Yeah. She turned 61 in, in uh, July. My dad is 63. Anyways, my dad, like uh, health wise, my respiratory, if I get sick, it always goes for my lungs. Mm-hmm. Like I always, I might get a cold and Im- immediately it's down in my chest and I can't, you know, it's, I'm wheezy mm-hmm. and I've had asthma when I was growing up and I. I actually have an inhaler that I haven't had to use that they last time when I was sick on the couch for five days, right. they prescribed for me. And now I'm just keeping it like in case I need it. Right. Um, like my dad had his, he's like prone to pneumonia. Mm-hmm. So he's had pneumonia um, a few times since he was young and, and he's in his sixties. So we were supposed to be going to San Diego for the West coast classic. And before like it was postponed and things like that, I, called my parents and I was like, Hey, um, how do you feel about driving? Right. And she was like, well, I don't know. And I was like, well, mom, I just think that like for one there in Southern Utah, they fly out of Las Vegas. Um, I said, I just think that it's better to be safe than be sorry. Like I almost feel crazy for even like saying that I think you and dad shouldn't go to airports and do these things. Because on one hand, it's like, I think like chances of it like happening to you, I mean, probably low, you know, but like the chance that you, you do get infected like too early on in this whole thing. Like, I just don't think that it's worth it knowing no. that like, knowing that like the, the issues that uh, can make it worse are one age, but that's because you have a low immune system to respiratory. And that one being, it can be any age that has a problem with it, has a hard time fighting it off. It doesn't have to be an elderly person or someone who's a little bit older. And so we had discussed like driving instead of flying. And then like, I just had my phone call with my mom yesterday because I was reading this, the article that I sent you and it's Uh basically, well, maybe I'll read a few things from it in a minute, but it's a, it's like minutes from a meeting from. um, The one from the UCSF. Yeah. UCSF, Stanford, Berkeley. And there's just something in there that they talk about, you know, if you, like in the fall, it's probably a good time to get um, your flu shot and a pneumonia shot. Let me see if I can find it and read You have this. a shot for pneumonia? Yeah. I didn't know that. Neither. I'm going to read it to you. It says, these are just like things we can do, right? And it says, stockpile your critical prescription medications. Many pharma supply chains run through China. Pharma companies usually hold two to three months of raw materials, so may run out given the disruption in China's manufacturing. 
Pneumonia shot might be helpful, not preventative of COVID-19, but reduces your chance of being weakened, which makes COVID-19 more dangerous. Get a flu shot next fall, not preventative of COVID-19, but reduces your chances of being weakened, which makes COVID-19 more dangerous. So it's like, that's like what it's talking about. Um, anyone over 60 stay at home unless it's critical. CDC toyed with the idea of saying anyone over 60 not travel on commercial airlines. Um, it's not that those things are going to, that they're preventative. It's just a precaution you can take to make sure your body against any of those symptoms, you know, can, can sort of handle it versus not having that. And then if you are older or like are sensitive to those, you know, things like the flu or pneumonia, um, that can put you in a more critical state. And right. then, then trying to fight off something that we're not really sure what it what it is or how it works, right? Just makes it more dangerous. So I called my mom, and my dad has a doctor's appointment on tomorrow, and um, just like a checkup. And he recently had to get an MRI and a biopsy of some stuff. And so I was like, "Hey, mom, uh, when you go to the doctor on Tuesday, please tell Doctor Thompson that Dad needs an ammonia and a flu shot, and make sure you're up to date on both those things." Right. And my mom was like. You know, she starts talking and I was like, this is not up for discussion. <laughs> right. <laughs> I was like, I'm this not, is not a request. She's like, okay, well, when we're there, I'll bring it up. I was like, no, no, like, no you will. You I will said, get Mom, it. If you do not get these things, I will be so mad at you. <laughs> I will, I will drive there. And she was like, okay, like I'll, I'll talk to him about it. And it's just yeah. like, again, cause you know, she, her first response was what other people would say too. Is like, well, that's not going to prevent it. And it's like, that's not what I'm talking about. Yeah. But it's like, and I didn't think about it that way. Right. Until I was reading this and it's, it's just, it's, well, a, it makes it's another sense. form of defense right. for your immune system. It makes that's sense. It. I mean, Ruby was, uh, so Ruby was sick last week and I kept her home all week, obviously with all this stuff going on. I didn't want her like coughing and making everybody think she had it um, and freaking people out. And then on top of it, I kept telling her, you know, at this point we were still traveling. I said, your immune system is already low. So if it is low and you're going out and you're doing all this stuff, you're just making yourself more susceptible to getting something. I mean, yeah. it, it, it makes sense. So, um, yeah, anyway, I'm sure everyone listening is like, oh, I, they all have very similar stories. I would like to say that I did just get a text from my landlord. Oh, what did he say? Gina, we have not made any plans, so please stay stay there for April. Be safe. Thank God. Ugh. Yeah, that's one good. less thing I have to be stressed about right now. Thank you, thank you, landlord. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh. You know, and then there's you know, uh, we have a friend Carly who works um at the Salinas Hospital. She's a nurse, and she had sent us a picture of their hospital right now, and it looks like a tent city outside. Yeah. So this is the other thing is that people aren't realizing, and I'm sure, you know, by the time this comes out again, people are going to have finally, maybe this is sunk in. But the problem is, is that if we have all these people getting sick and because, because the rate, you know, it's, it's infecting so many people so much more rapidly, you know, there are people that maybe could have been fine with treatment that won't get it. Mm-hmm because our hospitals are going to be completely overrun with, with people with this. And we already have sick people that have other sicknesses. And then I think, well, if those people are already ill, like people who are going through, you know, different illnesses or surgeries or anything else, is this going to be rampant through hospitals? You know what I mean? And our healthcare workers and everything else. So, you know, it, it reminds me of, you always see 
like say like a natural disaster yeah. and they know what's coming and they're like, Hey, you guys, we got this hurricane coming through, you know, there's gonna be casualties. Blah, blah, blah. And you're like that person that's like, I'm just going to stay at home and ride it out. You know, and then you have all these healthcare workers, you know, having to, you know, or, you know, uh, emergency people having to go in and risk their lives to save the idiots that decide I'm just going to stay. I, that's what I feel like. <laughs> you know what I mean? Not I'm pretty, happen I'm pretty me. sure that everything's going to be fine. And, you know, then you're risking other people's lives. And, and you just, I think we all have to really sit and think about, you know, I know the social distancing has become this like, you know, it's a new buzzword, oh, but yeah. I think we really have to think about other people. This isn't about us. It's about other people. Yeah. It's about other people, 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 so, people, people out there. Yeah. So what so. I was, uh, what I was reading from, it's the UCSF, it's notes from UCSF expert panel. It was on March 10th. University of California, San Francisco Biohub panel on COVID-19. And it has like all the different people that were on the, on the panel. panel. Um, you have Joe DeRisi, if I said that right, UCSF's top infectious disease researcher, co-president of Chan Zuckerberg Biohub, co-inventor of the chip used in SARS epidemic. Emily Crawford, COVID task force director focused on diagnostics. Christina Tato, Rapid Response Director, Immunologist, Patrick Ayuskew, uh, I don't know how to say that, Leading Outbreak Response and Surveillance, epidem ep Epidemiologist, um, Chaz Langlier, UCSF Infectious Disease Doc. So all these people, and the first thing it says, so it's just notes, and it says these are the top takeaways from this panel. And the first one says, at this point, we are past containment. Containment is basically futile. Our containment efforts won't reduce the number who get infected in the U.S. Now we're just trying to slow the spread to help healthcare providers deal with the demand peak. In other words, the goal of containment is to flatten the curve, to lower the peak of the surge of demand that will hit healthcare providers, and to buy time in hopes a drug can be developed. Um, you know, there's like questions like how many, how many in the community already have the virus? No one knows. We are moving from containment to care. It's, it's just inevitable, you know, and this was what I thought was pretty interesting. This one says, we use their numbers to work out a guesstimate of deaths, indicating about 1.5 million Americans may die. The panelists did not disagree with our estimate. This compares to season, seasonal flu average of 50K Americans per year. Assume 50% of U.S. population, that's 160 million people infected, with 1% mortality rate, that's 1.6 million Americans, die over the next 12 to 18 months. The fatality rate is in the range of 10 times the flu. And this is assuming that no drug is found effective and made available. Um, that's crazy. It's just crazy. Yeah. You know, and it kind of comes, it's like... <clears throat> There is, I, I, I get it, there is, there's so much, there's so much, uh, well, there's so much fake information, misinformation, there's, yeah. there's so much misinformation, but what I think that everyone should be doing, <clears throat> instead of every time you hear something, um, dismissing it, totally dismissing it, or just can, you know, only thinking, like being someone who like, you, you only really believe like what you believe. The best thing that you can do is 
with all the like what is happening though and with what the 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 great lengths that the government and different countries are going to have to try and contain and handle this that's information enough that the fact that all we have to do to help is is is, is, is is like is just listen to the fact that you need to treat yourself whether you're sick or you're not like you are sick and spend less time around people and don't go to events. If I, if I have the flu, I'm not going to go to the airport. Right. I'm not going to go to my local gym. I'm not going to go grocery shopping with a bunch of people. I'm not going to, you're not going to do that because you're not going to go around little kids because you don't want to get the kids sick. You're not going to go around grandma and grandpa because uh, that could kill them. Right. Because that's, it's like, oh, but I have the flu. What they're saying is even if you don't, and like for like teens, some of you little kids that are listening, even if you don't get sick or even if you're thinking that it can't affect you in a really negative way, right? It can, fa- it can affect someone. so many people yeah. next to you. It, you could come in contact with a friend that also isn't sick, but maybe you're carrying it and you don't know. And maybe it won't even be show symptoms in you. But if it, if it is in fact something that you can carry and you are carrying and passing on, it won't take long before it, it it reaches someone who won't have a lot of luck, you yeah. know? And it's like, you just have to, you just have, it's better to be It'll safe than be sorry. It'll have consequences for, yeah. And the worst, it's not, you know, it's like, it's just don't be so hard-headed and prideful and think like- And self-centered. And self-centered and, and think that it's not a big deal. Like the best thing you can do is just consider it that it is a big deal. And if it's not a big deal for you, then try and think about everybody else that it's a big deal for. Right. And do your part. And just like Kristen Bell's thing said, all they're asking you to do is stay at home and watch Netflix. <laughs> right. right. I mean, look at me. I'm in pajamas. <laughs> <I know. laughs> I've been on this couch for two days. I'm not sick. <laughs> just thinking about everyone else. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast. We really appreciate you and want to stay connected with you. So please rate, review, and subscribe to help this podcast grow. And if you like the podcast, get the word out. And now back to the show. Oh my God, so it's true. Just, yeah, it's a. I know. I wish you could hear Ruby. I can. You guys are being no, so lame. I can. Her hear dad Ruby. and I, like, she's at her dad's <laughs> house for two days, and you know, he he has a surgery coming up. He was going to have surgery on his shoulder when he came back from Mexico, mm-hmm. and so you know, it's like he has to stay well. His uh, girlfriend that he lives with is a nurse and you know deliver helps deliver babies you know she can't get sick he can't get sick you know and all she's doing is going you're so lame it's it's so unfair you know i i can't hang out with more like he's even like let one friend come over you know and it's like you i can't have one more friend come over and i'm like oh my god what is wrong with you seriously I was telling our friend Daniel I was like it's like I'm looking at my child going what what who are you what are you what are you (laughs) like it's so like I birthed you like I raised you you know like what what is going through your head right now 
Can you just not think about yourself right now? We just go to great lengths and tell, yeah. her, and tell her that you're sick. Oh my God. <laughs> just, create so whole, just create a whole story. <laughs> oh, no. Oh. It would be good though. You know, and it's like, I'm not trying to shame her, but it's like, wake the hell up. Like it's, you know, she's like, my friends get to go to other friends' houses. My friends get to go and you guys are just being crazy. And I'm like, okay. Well, they're not being responsible. I'm not going to like lower my standards because they have low standards. Yeah. Like, you know, it's just, uh, it's crazy. It's it nuts. It's crazy. You I know? was just, before you got here, I was, <clears throat> I think I'm going to try and order a concept to bike erg. Oh, uh-huh. And try and just have, cause like here at my house, I have some weights yeah. outside in a bar and dumbbells and plate um kettlebells it's been raining and so i can't really I know, work out outside but i'm like if i get like a couple more, maybe a rower or something yeah i can definitely keep some fitness up well and at our gym um uh crossfit west uh daniel's been doing videos every day for home, home workouts home that are all just like body weight workouts so if you want to follow them at, at crossfit west um it's just at CrossFit West, right? I think so. Not, you want me to check it? No, it is at CrossFit West. Oh, yeah. Oh, my on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> and, they're, like, and they're free workouts. And they're free workouts. Actually, so just go on there and he's posting one a day, which I'll is really cool. I'll share a thought with you that I had while I was driving the other day. Oh, please do. So I was, okay, so I'm just warning you guys. You guys already know. I'm about to try and say what I thought. I know I was going to say, difficult. is it going <laughs> to, is it going to translate? I'm like watching the wheels turn. Yeah. I was just, I had, I was driving, but I had just, you need to go potty. Yeah. Erica went around. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, we don't have any toilet paper. I need to go to, yeah, I need to go. I was like, I need to go toilet paper. Maggie, clean cut. We Daniel, don't have any toilet paper. Daniel was saying he thought it was really a funny idea to do a video right now. I told him it was a bad idea, but he was like, how funny would it be if I just like, you know, took a video of me like going and like you know buying different like toilet paper at different stores or like taking them from like different businesses and then I just went out and toilet papered somebody's house <laughs> I go I go that's probably that's probably get, a bad it's a idea. kind of a severe situation Devin, I get where your humor is coming from but I don't think she, it's a good idea Devin was here she sat in the hotel and I was like hey make sure if you see the carts in the hallway I know well, we actually so she we did closed so out, of, out of her room she showed she me a picture one. she sent it to her dad <laughs> Send a picture to our dad. We of got the, one roll of the one roll in yeah. a bag. Oh my gosh! Well, it's um, we closed our gym down to do a deep cleaning and all of that, and you know, just trying to figure out as a business owner, like where do we go from here? How do we, how do we still try to? I mean, we're a small business. How do we stay open? We've had really great response from members still supporting us, not putting their yeah. gym I don't memberships think, on hold. I don't think they're going to want to do that. They're going to want you to be there. Yeah. Well, you know. so our thing was like, well, for now, what do we do? I mean, kids are out of school. So if we are saying no kids at the gym, which I know makes it hard for parents that want to get their workout in. But, you know, it's the smart thing to do. I mean, kids are having a hard, you know, young kids have a harder time, you know, with social distancing, not licking, you know, windows uh, and yeah. <laughs> each other and yeah, everything else. So, um, you know, trying to try, just trying to see what the next month is going to look like, you know, if, and, and if we have any, you know, we have one coach that's, um, you know, has a cold right now. It's probably not the coronavirus, but you know, and, and we're asking her to stay home. And then we do, we have had a case of coronavirus in the gym. 
Um, so, you know, we're just trying to figure out what the, you know, the future looks like with the gym. Um, so I think it is smart well, just if, to I mean, do it, like some home workouts yeah, right home now. Home workouts and what you could do too, like if you had to really close down, cause like what I was reading on there too, is they kind of talked about like, uh, more sort of quarantine. It's like, we can't, they're saying that they would, cause like school's closing. Or maybe I read this. I was, I was looking at the Apple news stuff, uh-huh. something about like schools closing and things like that. They're not going to close, um, elementary schools. Well, no, there are, they have, they have some, but they're saying like, like young, some of like the younger kids was schooling uh-huh. and they've already shown that like young kids aren't necessarily at, at risk with this, but what could become a problem is if they chose to close those, Yeah. then like medical workers, it turns into like now how, if you have to now find it, it right. kind of ruins a lot of things for a lot of people because right. you don't have time and you can't have strangers come and babysit. Right. You can't have like random people. You can't go drop right. them off somewhere. Right. So I don't know. I'm so happy I just have a dog. I know. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> well, now we know that animals can't get it or spread it or whatever. But what I was so. going to say was, I was thinking about it. I keep dripping all over your nice couch. Sorry. That's okay. All right. Sorry. What were you saying? Um, animals. You guys could consider like for people that, for them to keep their membership, mm-hmm. like rent gym equipment and take it home. Yeah. Because you could do it in a way that like they sort of almost like a library card. (laughs) (laughs) Like they come in, like take some stuff and they take it for a few days and then they return it. And how they return it is they just drop it off in the the parking area. Mm -hmm. And then then what we would do or what, you know, what you do is you would just disinfect it. Right. And you just keep the equipment disinfected. Right. And then new people can come and pick it up. Yeah. And it could be all done through like an email or something where you're like, you know, like Daniel knows what, like how much of everything you have mm-hmm. and what people want to check out. Right. And it's under your name. That's smart. Yeah. It would be a really yeah. great way for people to, you to keep the yeah. gym open because people will now, their gym membership, no, they, they can't be in the gym, but he's still offering workouts every day. And one step thing is you can come in, you would basically go on to, you know, maybe he could keep something. I don't know how we, how you could do it so they could see how many of things you have, but you could send an email and it's like, here's how much we have. People are checking out these things. He can keep, you can keep a tally on an Excel sheet of who has what and the date they checked it out and the day they're bringing it back. Yeah, that's a good idea. And then just disinfect it. Cause then all you have to worry about is they could drop off the stuff and then only a couple people that are normally there to like you and Daniel or us. Right. You would disinfect it, just, you know, right. wear gloves and put on a mask and spray it with Lysol or yeah. bleach, like yeah. bleach towels mm-hmm. and clean it. And then, cause you can shut that uh, fence or leave it barely open and just have that be People an area in each out. day yeah. of like, from this time to this time, we have equipment you can come and rent. Yeah. Well, I think that's a good idea if, you know, we get to a point where he's run out of body, body weight movements <laughs> to do. Well, I definitely, so, yeah. I definitely think he should probably, he'll keep doing like the at home workouts and yes, people will see the same workouts and save movements, but that's at least you're moving. At least you're moving. You're moving. But just another up, th- like if, if it got worse or whatever, a way to an incentive for people to stay involved and yeah. paying their membership would be. I mean, so far everyone's been home with you. Yeah. We've been really lucky. Everyone's been pretty supportive. There haven't been many people saying like, you know, can I put my membership on hold or, and I would understand if people need to, too. Yeah. I mean, now with the whole talks of recession and everything else, you know, everyone's got to kind of, you know, cut, cut corners somewhere, mm-hmm. but so far so good. We'll see. 
I mean, by the time this comes out again, who knows? Yeah. <laughs> we don't know. What I was so. going to say in my, th- my yes. thought. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's just, you're now seeing a lot of, you know, like either a lot of people or a lot of companies that are like, pay this much and get my, it's either they're creating a plan for this COVID-19 for affiliates. So oh, you can like uh-huh. pay this much money to get their, their plan of how to do it. And, you know, and I think that that's all really great. You're seeing tons and tons of like at home workouts. So great. Um, and I was thinking about it. It's like, well, those things should be given away for free. If you don't already have something that people have purchased to use it. Right. Cause then I was thinking, I was like, well, I have, I have naked training mm-hmm. and we're already working on for our current members stuff they can do for home and they've been building it. Right. And I was thinking, would we run like, like, would it be worth like just giving it, giving something away for free? And I was like, well, no, because yes, people would need it, but the amount of people that already have bought it or purchased it, you know, you'd have to try and like want people to understand that like you're just trying to help people and give it away for free. And so what I was thinking is like for myself, I was like, no, there's no point in like us taking, you know, whatever home thing we're working on and just give it away for free. What we need to do is, is care about the people, like how you're worrying, we're worrying about like the gym and the right, clients, right? not worrying about future, future people and future business. Exactly. Trying to make a dollar right. on this pandemic right and really just trying to give everyone that we are like you're take care of the with, people that are take care yeah. of your community <laughs> and and give them what you can for free right you know what they what they already pay make it valuable which would be like what someone already pays for a gym membership let's just make it as valuable as possible so they one everyone you know everyone can keep making money and paying bills right right <laughs> and uh also if that was something that ends up happening i do have some extra equipment that I could loan oh, to, perfect. to the gym for perfect. renting. Perfect. So. Yeah. It's crazy, guys. I know. It's crazy out there. And I'm almost finished with the whole season of Vampire Diaries. What am <laughs> I going to do? Watch Love is Blind. I tr- I started watching it's and I was so like, bad. I don't know if I can get into it. It's so bad. I don't like bad TV. I know. I do. <laughs> I Devin do. loves it too. I love shitty TV. Man. I, it's embarrassing. You know, I used to always say that I loved, I think I've said it before, I love watching The Real Housewives because it makes me feel like a better person. Yes. Because <laughs> I see I see the way these women like are with each other and I'm like, oh my God, my friends and I would never behave like that. Like that's terrible. It's awful. So yeah, it just really, it makes me feel good about myself. Yeah, I've been watching. Their misery. Watching. <laughs> it's not even their misery. It's just the way they behaved at each other. Yesterday, uh huh. I, uh, well, two nights ago, I started basically season eight, the final season of Vampire Diaries. I'm <laughs> so addicted. I love vampire shit. I do too. And I, I think in the morning, thought. I wake up usually every morning and I have well, coffee I'm glad you and, wake I, up. and I watch an episode. That's what I do. Uh-huh. Or two. Or three, depends on what I have going on that yeah. day. Well, yesterday I didn't have a lot, a whole lot going on. You know, I got some stuff done. I had to film a like a try-on video for the new items from Enswear that Gina's actually. I know, I now. love it. I love these leggings, you guys. So I did like a try-on video. Also, never have filmed one of those before. It <laughs> took me a while oh, really? to figure it out. I was like, how can I do this and like do these quick transitions and like. I don't know how to use TikTok. I wish my niece was here. She could teach me. Right. She's like eight. 
And so I got that done and I ran to Ace. I needed to grab a couple things, went into town, um, walked through World Market for a second and then came home, got home at like, you know, 2.45, 3 o'clock. I went from, and I started episode three of season eight. You went all the way through? Not all the way through, but I watched season three all the way up to like season 13. <laughs> or not season, sorry. Episode, oh, wait, wait. <laughs> episode three to like episode 13. Oh, wow. That's nice. Dude, I'm, I've done that before. I mean, no judgment here. And I'm just like, well, I mean, what, what else, else are, would I do? What else are you I'm like, do? I'm invested in this show. Uh, I'm going to see if you It's raining. Can't go see my friends. Yeah. Can't yeah. go get a pedicure. And I need one so bad. You've needed one for a while. I know. I've like worn <laughs> flip-flops out and about. And I'm like, oh, don't look at my toes. <laughs> or do. You know what you might care. have to do? You might have to just do them yourself. I mean, I would. I just got to go buy some nail polish. Oh, okay. They're so bad. <laughs> well. Uh, you guys, thanks for listening thanks for to our rant. Here, you know? Yeah. Um, I hope that through this whole thing, we can be a form of entertainment for you <laughs> which i'm pretty sure you're only we're listening to some not, in some we're definitely way not a form we, of information no. this is not where you should be getting your covid-19 information no just, however just so you guys know however if we were to give you information like i read from that yeah art that uh hopefully it's, those minutes today that's what it will be from um all in all little be R&R. safe yeah little stay R- away from little each R&R. other take this well-deserved rest time yeah. from yeah. people yeah from outside <laughs> you can go outside no just kidding just from people and uh um yeah stay healthy drink water wash your hands mm-hmm. um and even when you think that it's not a big deal just be extra safe and cautious and because we we care about other people that's right okay all right, guys. Well, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to rate, review, review subscribe, subscribe five-star five rating, five-star five warning, and we will talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's learning environments are designed for supportive networking and collaboration. With over 330 academic programs, GCU provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at GCU. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu.